Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, depending on your location. This is Leadership Talk with Adegoke. This is the 56th episode of Leadership Talk with Adegoke. And uh, this session, we're going to be looking at leadership and employee engagement. Leadership and employee engagement. I have with me on the platform, Rolly Babalola, and she's going to be adding so much value. How are you today, my friend? I'm okay. I'm cool. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Now tell us, who is Rolly? <laughs> That's a long one. Okay, so I'll try and make it very brief. Okay, Rolly Babalola is a passionate and um, passionate human resources personnel. Okay. I'm almost an entrepreneur. Okay. I have been in the business of entrepreneurship in the last six years. Okay. Prior to that, I work in one of the foremost Nigerian banks in the country where I led a team. I was privy to lead teams early on in my career because awesome. the bank that I've worked here yeah, believe in um, empowering people earlier on in their career. You don't need to be a uh, you don't need to have a title, neither do you need to hold a position before you have put in leadership capacity. So okay. I think that kind of exposed me to leadership then quite earlier on in my career than any other place really. And then during the course of my banking career, I had been managing branches. I worked in relationship management. Aside working in relationship management, I built business development. I was also in business development. Trying awesome. to act as liaison between the bank and new customers. We had to source the customer, you know, code calling. Yes. Not afraid of, you know, like the security and uh, security situation in the country was not what it was. I mean, what it is right now. Yes. It was quite, quite relatively. If you could go out, you know, you're safe to go out. We we're always told to work in pairs. So we go out in pairs, and we know you are able to know what the bank products and services, what the bank was offering. So we approached new clients, the manager existing one. I was also privy to give out credit facilities. I work okay. in international operations as well in using direct credit lines where we have some wide letter of credit users lines to help SMEs. So I think my love for SMEs and entrepreneurs started when I began to manage effectively branches. And then, you know, with banks primarily, you have to have targets, you have to have goals. You need to measure up to some standards. You couldn't come to presentation room without meeting a certain level of your performance metrics. So with a love of that, when I left banking, I had some good customers of my of mine that they were still calling me even though I had left the banking industry wow. with my capability. So they will call me and like, do you want to do this for me? I would like you to come over to my office. So one was instrumental really in he had an offer letter from another bank and okay. wanted me to peruse the offer letter to explain more to him and give him more insight, which I did. Okay. So he now told me, Rolly, what are you doing now? I said, oh, I'm working with my husband. We're in oil and gas business and this. And he was like, okay, but you did this so effortlessly. Why don't you have a company and register a company? And you know, okay, he was quite instrumental to me registering my business back on date. He wow. was like, you're going to hold the check for me. He wants me to open an account with the bank, register the business first, and then that's 
how I got to be in business, really. So it was a client of mine that felt, oh, I believe in your capability. I believe your capacity come and add value to my business, which I did. I chimed in and it was like, okay, I don't want to pay anything to your personal account. I need you to open a corporate account, register a business, and you're good to go. And six years down the line, here I am today, imparting life, imparting organization as well. So that's a little brief about who Ali Baba Lola Yes. Wow, wow. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. If you just join us, wow, your sound is a bit, uh, I think you might have to come back in again. Okay. Let's, oh, I think so. Is it there's from a your head of, or mine? From your end. I think there's some noise. Okay, let me find out. Okay, let me go out and then come back in and see how it is. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, um, I'm having a chat with my good friend, Rolly Babalola, and uh, on this session of Leadership Talk with Adego King, we're looking at leadership, leadership and employee engagement. And she has uh, done a good job by introducing herself um, on the session. She's given us a, you know, a background on how she um, worked in the banking industry and the skills that she acquired uh, you know, in that, in that regard. So this is Leadership Talk with Adegoke, the 56th episode of Leadership Talk with Adegoke. And I have with me, Rolly Babala. We're looking at leadership and employee engagement. Um, how engaged are, you know, are employees? Uh, are they fully engaged while on the job? Because it, it, it speaks to so many things. Uh, even with the pandemic, so many things. Uh, the challenges of adding value, uh, the challenges of um, raising the bar, you know, and still remaining uh, ahead of the curve uh, is so instructive. So um, we're going to be looking at, you know, how to make sure that our employees are, are, are really engaged, um, you know, so you know, my friend Rolly Babala is uh, going to be adding value on leadership talk with Adegoke. Uh, she's sure she's going to join us in the studio uh, any moment from now. But it's such a privilege and honor to be sharing the platform on leadership talk with Adegoke. Our past episodes, leadership and innovation, leadership and creativity, leadership and resilience, leadership and uh, men, leadership with women, leadership and business recalibration. So many, many, uh, you know, powerful uh, uh, topics, you know, have been uh, looked at. And so this is not going to be an exception. So um, I'm just trusting that as you come on onto the platform, uh, you get some value, you get some uh, you know, something that would uh, speak to your business or even to uh, your environment so that you can add value uh, continuously. So leadership talk with Adigo K is an amazing, yeah, you're welcome. Okay, sorry about that. 
Okay. <laughs> yes. So um, now I want you to speak to um, employee engagement. What's your understanding of employee engagement? Okay. So when you're talking about employee engagement, you're talking about the emotional, the psychological attachment of an employee to an organization. Okay. You're talking about their heart, their mind, their soul, their head, and their hands. All these elements are attached to the organization. You see them giving all their best, going after tax with all they have. Mm. They are not prone to excuses. Mm. Despite the excuses, despite the challenges, yeah. they will look for solutions. They will just want to get results. So that is who they have, and that is what they, they will do in order to achieve organizational goals. They just want to get results. They are just result-driven. They have the soul of the organization in their heart. So even if they are not at, at work, the work is with them. So that is the bit about employee engagement. In getting them attached, it's about performance and the success of the organization. Performance and attaining organizational goals. So it is all for them is about achievement and results. And once you get um, your employee to be emotionally engaged to your work, then you know you've done the significant aspect of the job. Wow. Wow. Awesome. 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 Um, so what, what's the relationship between... Wow. Your, your network is a bit funny. I'm tonight. just wondering why it's like that. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you might have to come back in again because the noise yeah. is. Let me, let me try the other line and see how it is. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, all right. So, sorry about the uh network challenges. Um, she's saying that you know, when it comes to employee engagement, we're looking at the the, the employees um uh, having the mindset, you know. Their, their hearts, their head, and even their soul is connected to the organization. And that's one of the best ways to make sure that, you know, there's an alignment and uh, the employees are able to, uh, you know, uh, you know, produce uh, excellent results because you don't want to have an environment where the employees are not engaged. Uh, it creates... Um, a distraction, it creates a disruption even in the business. So for leaders, uh, it's it's a time for us to make sure that we create the enabling environment for employees to be fully engaged uh, with the organization, you know, so that there can be excellent results, even in spite of the challenges of the pandemic. Uh, so uh, for me personally, I, I mean, I can remember back in the days when I was an employee, uh, you know, I was really committed because the environment was uh, conducive. I was excited about going to work and, um, you know, it, it, was, it was a memorable time for me. And when I look back, I'm thankful for the privilege, you know, of having worked uh, in that environment. And so... I, I believe that employee engagement is very, very important, um, more than ever before, you know, in 
a situation where you know the the, the COVID has caused disruptions globally, and uh, we are having a situation where companies are looking inwards and seeing how can we really get the best of out of our employees, and so uh, Rolly Babala. Uh, She'll be joining us any moment from now to speak on employee engagement, uh, you know, how the impact on leadership. And if you're just joining us, this is Leadership Talk with Adegoke, the 56th episode. Yes, the 56th episode of Leadership Talk with Adegoke. And we're looking at leadership and employee engagement. Um, our employees are the backbone you know, of our business, that the ones that make sure that we're able to deliver on you know, our, our goals. Uh, they're the ones that make sure there's a remarkable uh, impact on the bottom line. So we're going to be looking at this. Uh, I have no doubt that um, you get some value on this session. Uh, leadership Talk with Adegoke. We've had so many uh, wonderful guests on this on this podcast, and uh, I'm just so excited with the um, also the feedback. And there's also an opportunity for you to uh, follow us, you know, even on our social media handles, first degree consulting.net, one st degree consulting.net. That's our, our website. And also we're also on Instagram at first degree consulting at first degree consulting, which is one st degree consulting. Um, so we just want to add value. We're showing up massively. We're adding value globally. And uh, it's been it's been a, a, a delight. It's been a privilege. So uh, leadership and employee engagement, leadership and employee engagement. And for those of you that would like to um, uh, drop a feedback, you know, even in the chat, uh, you know, you can just drop a feedback and we can see how we can, you know, if you like us to speak on a topic that you think that, that would add value to you, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, on leadership talk with Adigo, okay. We are just excited. We just want to add value. We just want to show up and add value and Thank add value. Coming. So, yeah, you're welcome. Thank <laughs> you so much, okay. I really see it's even reverberating. No, it's oh, is it reverberating on your end? It seems so. Okay, it's better no, now. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. You're welcome. So, um, just before the uh, little interruption, we were looking at the relationship between leadership and employee engagement. Can you just speak to that, please? You said? The, the relationship between leadership and employee engagement. Okay, the relationship between leadership and employee engagement. Okay, when you're talking yeah. about leadership and employee engagement, you're simply talking about the leadership style. You know, yes. for any organization, you have like an organizational culture. You have like a value that you have nurtured in an organization. You're talking about the kind of styles that the leader brings to bear in the workplace. So if a leader has 
an inspirational attitude to work, it will impact on employee engagement. If a leader has a motivating spirit in the organization, it will have an impact in employee engagement. Now you're talking about trans transactional leadership. You're talking about transformational leadership. When you're talking about trans transactional leadership, you are simply talking about punishment and rewards. You're talking mm. about, did you get this task accomplished? Are you going to get rewarded for such tasks? So mm. if you fail in achieving the organizational goal, what are the repercussions? So it is simply what it is, transactional. So, and then when you have people working in that kind of environment and it is like entrenched where performance is like, you've not done something remarkably well, you are not entitled to get some benefits and compensations or pegs of office. Okay. Okay. Do you understand? So in such organization, you may find it hard for such um, employees to get connected to the organization. Hmm. And then when you're talking about transformational, that means you're having a leader that wants to inspire his or her people, wants hmm. to motivate them to bring in their best. You are hmm. looking at nursing the um, latent potential of the um, employees. You're bringing hmm. it to bear. Because of this particular employee, you know them. My daughter is helping me actually to make... Wow, wow. Yes, sorry. The yeah, the the uh, the network. I think she's just uh, what well, she'll be back in. Yeah, <laughs> we, you know, we, we just want to stay engaged um, and still continue to add value. Uh, this is the leadership talk with Adegoke. Um, I am with. Yes, she's back again. <laughs> um, I'm so yes. sorry for the connection. You, this is better than what I've been using before. I can actually okay. see myself, I can express myself better here on this phone, yeah, with the laptop. Okay, okay, okay. Good. so we were talking about the leadership and the relationship between leadership and employee engagement. So I yes. was saying that you have typically like transactional leadership and transformational leadership. So when you're talking about the transformational leadership, you're talking about inspiring the people. You yeah. know the strengths and weaknesses of each of your employee or your team members. You know yeah. what you need to harness. You know how to harness the potential, bring out the latent potentials that they have so that you can, like, you know, you're polishing it. You're trying mm. to refine it. You're trying to remold it to get the desired result that you want. Mm. But in transactional, it is more of a reward, a sanction, okay. a reward. If you've done this, you'll get this one. So mm. those are things that naturally will affect employees' performance mm. because once they get intimidated and feel that they, their decision-making is not welcome in the organization, because mm. now you're talking about title, you're not talking about position, there's a certain hierarchy where I know if I speak to this particular boss, mm. there's going to be something else that is counted against me. I'll be mm. wary to talk. So wow. those are things that will also affect employee engagement. Mm. Excellent. Now, I just wanted to look at, uh, you know, how can a leader, uh, you've spoken about how a leader can raise the bar and add value. How can a leader overcome the challenges, you know, in terms of employees that are not really uh, consistent, you know, in terms of the bottom line, delivering value? 
how you know okay. how can a leader yes inspire for, and and for these yes for this you know there's this element of coaching right now that is the wave you need to coach your team to um performance high performance you need to coach them in the way that you get the best out of them what you apply to a may not work with a b what you yeah. apply to it in a may not work with team b so sometimes you need to also use moral suasion. Sometimes I'm caught in between when I was managing teams in the bank versus when I'm managing teams now in my organization. I've <laughs> seen that, yeah, the generational difference and the features that you have in each of the generational mode is quite different. So you need someone with that leadership capability to be able to read in between the lines. So you must be able to, you must have insights. You must be able to listen to your team. If you don't listen and you feel, oh, I want to slug it out with them, they must do it a certain way. You're micromanaging them to the point where they lose their sense of creativity. Hmm. You can wow. never get them engaged in that organization again. Wow, wow. But when you're able to listen to them, I tell my team members, for each of the tasks that you have, you are the CEO of any task I give you. I am just a board of director. So if you have been given a certain tax, I will just tell you the, what I want. Go and do it the way you want to. If mm. you take ownership of the tax and you do and get results, fantastic. But if you have issues, don't wait till the end. Because leadership is also about like, okay, have you, you've gotten it to this far. Are there obstacles on your way? Mm. Are there things that you need to work on that we need to look at it together? Because sometimes it is also in delegating. You know, people say you delegate authority, but you don't mm. delegate responsibility. Mm. So in as much as you know the team dynamics of what you have on ground, you'll be able to manage their emotions. Mm. And for any leader to be um, effective, I always say three parameters. You need to learn how to manage yourself as a leader. Mm. You need to learn how to manage the network. You also mm. need to learn how to manage your subordinates. Mm. Mm. So you can't be effective if all these three dynamics and um, um, paradigms are not there. So you need wow. to learn to balance it. Wow. Managing your team, managing yourself, and then managing your environment or your network. Wow. Wow. Awesome. 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 So a leader has to be uh, fully equipped and engaged as well, you know, because to manage the team uh you also need to you know understand what it is to lead yourself because you can't give what you don't have uh, exactly you know it's it's a, it's a it's a major one so now i want you to speak to this uh, so what's the consequence of a leader not uh having the ability to engage the employees to be fully engaged employee engagement yeah of course, you begin to have issues with performance. And a leader that doesn't have results to show for their output, you can't call such a person a leader because mm. that means you're prone to, there, there, there will be certain way you have to have setbacks. Mm. And when you can't achieve results and setbacks and challenges becomes the order of the day in the organization, there is no way you call yourself a leader, a leader without results. Wow. A leader must be able to manage and harness resources, whether mm. both human or non-human. So if you're not able to manage and balance one out of the other, then you can't achieve results. So what happens if you're not achieving results? 
there's probably going to be instability if there is no instability you you're going to shake the system and if you are shaking the system there's no way somebody that comes into the organization today will not look at oh what's going on in this organization and then you begin to have side talks you begin to have distrust in the system and when those things are present in the system you're already having a shaky or faulty foundation Wow. So no matter how great an organization is, if a leader is not able to read in between the lines, read and be able to have insight about what is going on, ability to change, you know, you're calling it agility, you're calling it about flexibility, and now mm. we're all working in the vulgar environment. Mm. So those are the things that a leader needs to learn to be able to adapt and be flexible. Mm. So if you can't balance those things, you cannot achieve an um, optimal result. And once the result is not there in terms of leadership, you can't say this person is an effective leader and wow. leadership is all about effectiveness wow 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 it's about results now yes, it's about just... results and effectiveness yes wow excellent excellent wow uh if you're just joining us on leadership talk with adigo okay this is uh the 56th episode i have with me on the platform rolly Babala. we're looking at leadership and employee engagement and she's been adding so much value and I'm, I'm so excited to be sharing the platform with her now i want you to just uh look into the camera and just share three things that you think that leaders should do right now okay for every leader you need to look and have a personal check on yourself like an assessment evaluate yourself okay there's nothing wrong in asking people around you to evaluate you to assess your performance to assess your personality Okay. You know, as leaders, sometimes we forget ourselves and believe that we're always right. Hmm. We always, you know, you believe you're doing certain things in the right way. But the people believe that you could have done it better. But probably because they don't have the courage to approach you. So I'll say okay. number one, you need to do a self-assessment um, of yourself. Hmm. And if you do a self-assessment, also ask people around you to assess you. Hmm. Then number two, you also need to know that you need to set goals. Right. You need to project. You need to have smart goals. What do you want to achieve in the next three, six months, nine months, 12 months? Mm. In the next one year, in the next two years, where do you see yourself as a leader? Mm. And then your third one is continuous improvement. A leader needs to do and read and improve themselves. You need to do self-improvement. Wow. Personal discovery journey. Read journals, go for courses, um, collaborate with people of like minds. So those are things. A leader without reading, without reading any, I mean, self-development part, I don't want to call that an effective leader. And once you are not an effective leader, there's no way you get to have results to show for your leadership potent. Wow, wow. I just want to say that uh, you're sharing so many nuggets and, and, and this, is, this is great. This is great. Now, you've spoken to three things that a leader can do. I want, also want to now share three things that you think an employee should do right now even okay. in this context okay like i was sharing with my people number one I, I told someone and sometimes that's how we lose value of what goes on around us i was going through something on my email and then i came across something in 2013 that okay. i sent to a staff and then um i sent it to her she's now in um, she relocated to canada and i shared with her and then she was like, oh, ma'am, you know, some few days ago, I was sharing this insight with another colleague of theirs. 
and he was like, oh, you, you've done fantastically well with me. So I now said the, send the email to my one of my employees now. And when I sent it to her, she was like, wow. And I said, yes. But what did I share? I told her that this particular employee, every 90 days, she will be on me. She'll tell me, Ma, I need you to do a review about me. I need you to give, a, give me a feedback. Let okay. me know what things I'm doing well. Let me know what things I need to improve. So as an employee too, yes, if you've not done any appraisal of yourself, if you have not even like met with your leader or your boss in the office, I want to implore you on Monday, go to your boss or your, or your leader or your manager and ask them, can you just evaluate me, evaluate my performance? Let me even know what I'm doing right. So as an employee, you also need that. Then number two, ownership of tax. Awesome. Sometimes we lose sight that we want to do something and we don't end up doing it. So I call it having the discipline of execution and timeline. You may have wow. the best of ideas. You may have the awesome. best of tasks and know where you're going. But there, if there is no execution, how to execute it and then meeting deadlines, the best of brains will, will definitely not work well. The ideas that you want to share, if you don't discipline yourself in terms of discipline of execution, you're going to have a challenge in carrying out the task. So you may end up carrying out the task, but you don't meet the expected result deadline. So if you get it accomplished when they don't need it anymore, are you saying you've, you've done it, you've accomplished it well? <laughs> so the third one, that is it. Because we, we lose sight of it that you need to set a target for yourself as well. I tell people, wow. yeah, set a goal for yourself, but don't make it too comfortable and don't make it too stretchy that it will discourage you. But goal setting is one thing that has helped me in my leadership journey. Wow. So what's the third one? The third, I, I've already said, I said the first word, evaluation, self-assessment. The second yes, one, discipline of execution, yeah, ownership, taking ownership yes. of your job task. And then the and third so one, I, I think the third one was, <laughs> I said, oh, 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 okay, you want me to go by it? And I said, there were three actually. And I was saying, oh, 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 oh. Improve, uh, setting goals, setting goals. Okay, okay, setting yes, goals. Setting so, goals. which is so, which is similar to that of a leader, you know? Yes, tell, yes. You know, because like I told you, and this is one thing about me: whether you are an office cleaner, you are an office assistant, you are yeah. an, um, a management trainee, or yeah. you are a middle-level staff. Everybody is a leader. So, what mm. applies to this lower-level cadre of staff? Is the same thing that will apply to a middle-level person. I have mm. seen someone that was an office assistant with us, and then I saw the guy was always so interested in graphics, social media, whatever. I had to mm. meet the person that was in charge of social, and I said, oh, put this guy through. He has shown interest. Sometimes when I see him on Facebook now, I hardly believe what he does. Wow. wow. So sometimes we just lose sight of opportunities around us. So I had to sit him down, you know, you can do this, you can do this. And then he started pushing himself. This is somebody that, I mean, he hasn't gone for higher education. Okay. So, but when he writes on his Facebook, when he does banners posting, you'll be surprised and amazed at wow. what he can do. But that has to start with him first. The setting wow. of goals I want to achieve, I want to get with, I want to do something, the domination. So we all need wow. to be on a self-discovery journey. Know who wow. we are. Know our strengths know our limitations and then in your limitations that you know you know okay if these are my limitations how do i work yeah. around it how can i mm. work around them to maximize them into something positive into a wow. strength 
Yeah. Excellent. Can you just, uh, you know, give us maybe you, I, I know you are an avid reader, you know, and uh, which, which, which shows even from your delivery tonight, we just want to uh, celebrate you. I just want you to just give us maybe two examples or three examples of uh, companies globally or maybe locally that you feel that um, they've been able to use uh, that, that tool of employee engagement to their best advantage. Okay. If you remember when I said Jack Cranfield about yes. GE, yeah, when he okay. came on board, you know, okay. he did something amazing then. Mm -hmm. He brought a lot of changes. He was okay. always engaging them. Prior to that, they were not having like um, employee decision making. You know, he started this town hall meeting. He started engaging everybody. You know, there's mm -hmm. nothing as more important as having asking me about how I feel about certain tasks, as about certain things. Mm -hmm. So I'll get involved. And sometimes I use that in the field of HR. When mm -hmm. we go into an organization, you want to introduce changes. You just, just do it and feel, oh, you're a consultant. You're coming into the place. You must get the buy-in. So sometimes you know where you're going, but you know, in discussing with them, they see that, oh, they are coming up with ideas themselves. They are coming up with suggestions. So when you want to implement it, they see it as it is a collective decision making. Um, making. So they get totally involved in it rather than, mm. oh, if consultant has brought it in. So Jack was able to do that for mm. GE. Okay. So I also look at um, one of the foremost banks, that's one of my bank, Guarantee Trust Bank. I used okay. to work there. And I remember when the late Sayo Adenirokun, the former MD, brought, uh, he wanted to introduce changes in terms of the reading culture in the organization. Do you know he got about 1,000 copies of, I think, um, Fables of Africa or something. And then okay. he introduced it to most of the staff to, just to change the reading culture. And that's mm. one of the reasons why even to date, with my with my team in my office we always have the knowledge sharing session we read a book we share mm. okay you this is the book we're reading today you go through chapter one and to come and present it in the presentation in the conference room so that reading culture thing was also part of gtb you you, mm. you know you're going to present you know you're going to talk about something you read more about it so mm. gtb um ge I think those are two. Then I also remember, I can't remember, is it Phil now? I can't remember when she took over Rank Zeros then too. You know, there were lots of changes. Yes. You know, when leadership brings together, I walked the talk. She was hmm. able to do that and brought it on board. Wow. If I'm setting, if I'm giving you certain tasks, it's not because I can't do it. I just want you to explore your leadership skill. I want hmm. you to see what you can do and how you can explore this particular task. So mm. she brought that one on too. Mm. Mm. Excellent. So you're only as strong as your team, you know, your followers. Yes, uh, you're only as strong as your team and also your leadership quotient. It's like okay. the law of the lead. What you don't have, you cannot give. If the wow. lead is as like you have capacitated yourself, there's no way you, yeah, you've capped your growth. You've yeah. capped your development. You've capped it to a certain extent. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. This is this is awesome. This is awesome. We've been uh, looking at leadership and employee engagement, and I have with me on this session leadership talk with Adegoke. I have Rolly Babala, and she's shared so many uh, massive value, you know, in terms of content tonight. And uh, I want you just to, if you're listening, you know, to the replay, just make sure you watch or 
you listen as much as you can and make notes. Now, I want to just ask two more questions as we okay. come to a close. Now, what would you say has been your experience in terms of, uh, you know, uh, being an employee and also being an employer of labor in terms of employee engagement? I know you've shared in passing. <laughs> what are the two things? What are the two things that you, you know, you want to share with us? Okay. I've, been, I've been i've been i've been an entrepreneur for uh 20 years now you know i used to work in the banking industry and um you know <laughs> my 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 perspective is totally different from uh being an employee to being an employer but i just want to learn from you you know uh yes okay you let me let me get the question again you asked me that in terms of employee engagement, what are the two things? Yeah, being an employee and being an employer of labor, yes. Okay, so you know, sometimes as an employee, we get to the, we get ourselves into things that we don't even know the story, you know? I always tell people, we judge ourselves by our intentions and people judge us by the impact of our action. Okay. You judge yourself by the, your intention. People don't know it. And then we believe, okay, because this person is a leader, he's not doing it well. Believe you me, when you get into that particular position yourself, you're going to do worse. You're going to understand that there's something called empathy. So you may not yes. have the old story. So we just mm. judge people. We prejudge. We have mm. this presumptuousness around us about leaders. Mm. And we just feel, oh, they are not human. They are doing this at certain way, certain way, you know, manner. I could do it mm. better. But we mm. are not in the picture of the whole perspective of what is going on. So mm. we take side, you know, so many side talks. They should have done it this way. They should have. But believe you me, when the, when the tide turns and you turn to be the person in that same position, you're going to do worse. <laughs> <laughs> that is when you understand that. Oh, we are saying that being an employee can be very emotional. Yes, we, we take it to, to 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 bear into her heart that oh this person is quite unfeeling, this kind of person is mm. harsh. But mm. sometimes you know leadership is about taking decisions. Sometimes you need to mm. be prompt on your decision making. Mm. You need to know that you need to just arrive based on what you have on ground. But mm. as an employee, we just take it, no, it doesn't know how to do it, she doesn't know how to do it, especially if you are a female boss, then it's another thing entirely. But <laughs> You know, there's this thing about female bosses, and then number yeah. two. What is it about female bosses before you move to number two? No, as female bosses, sometimes you know, women with um, hormones, we have that, okay. but people don't want to recognize that. Yeah, so I've yeah. seen a lot where you know, with different circles in terms of the metamorphosis of a female, you go yeah. through this, you go through that, and sometimes there's no way. Sometimes it affects work yeah. output it affects mm -hmm. relationships sometimes mm -hmm. too and it also go for the male folks so yeah. do you yeah. understand but it's just that there's this general stereotype for female mm. bosses mm. and then number two yeah. you know we have it on that there's nothing when we want to take decision we believe oh they did it because this person is this one this person is that one and I always tell people sometimes it depends on the mood of the moment. It depends mm. on the momentum of the moment. While you may look at this particular scenario in this way, when you have all the indices on ground, the indices may still be there, but it was at that moment you decided, no, this must stop. 
And then when it is taken against somebody else, we believe, oh, it's partial. No, 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 no. It's because this person is this person. That's why this decision is happening now. What mm. if this person had done it two years ago, a year ago? But maybe it's mm. becoming a reality and it's becoming more of a cultural thing that needs to be stopped. Mm. So a harsh decision must be taken. And then, of course, it is maybe somebody that has been innocent all along. Mm. And then the house is falling on that person and they believe, oh, no, you shouldn't have done that. So those are wow. things inside that we don't have, but we believe we should take decisions on. Thank you so much. That's, that's, that's a great answer you know, to a good question, you know, because, <laughs> yes. Now, I said two more questions. Um, okay. Now, my apologies. Now, two more questions. <laughs> the, the second to the last question is, um, you know, you speak, you know, with a lot of depth and, you know, um, energy and uh, clarity. Who are you? Do you have mentors? Who are your mentors, if any? Okay, I would say my mentors are quite many. I've not met some of them, really, because I read a lot. I read a lot. I read a lot. I read a lot. It's, it's been a personal journey that I've had since maybe probably 2004, 2005. I buy wow. books, I read. So I follow great leaders. I follow um, T.D. Jakes. I wow. follow Joel Austin. Wow. I follow, yeah, John Maswell. Wow. I follow Jack Cranfield. So okay. those are books, yeah. So people, I, I, I follow, I read a lot. So my mentorship may not be so as in physical, Okay. But it is relieved in their books, All in right. the insights I garner from their books, and you know, so that is how I pick things up. And I just like, okay, if this person has been able to do it this way, I could do it this way, I could have this and this together. But having physically, but I have networks of people that I rub shoulders with my colleagues, my senior colleagues. I've always had, like I said, my former bank exposed me to leadership at an early stage, so of course, I had like senior folks that we rub minds together and you, i tell people it's not only about you gaining insight from them sometimes they gain insight from me yeah. i've used scenarios where i have bosses that were my senior bosses then but right now sometimes they call me now to gain insight from me and i'm like Next. wow the dice is turned yeah but because they've been able to like you know and um, we say it's like iron sharpened iron yes. so they've, they've imparted on me and of mm. course, I've also impacted on them. So for my mentorship, I was like, okay, I have a great network of people that are like-minded people that we share ideas, knowledge. And sometimes, I mean, we say, okay, let's go, let's talk. And that's how it is. So sometimes yes. when I get like this, I look at, okay, this particular leader is good with this kind of skill. I need to go and like explain some things that I have. I want to rub minds with her. And then we go out together. And sometimes they come to me to. And that's how we learn from each other. Excellent. Excellent. If you just join us uh, in having a chat, this podcast, Leadership Talk with Adego Care, we've been looking at leadership, leadership and employee engagement. And I have with me Rolly Babalola. Now, I just wanted to share in 30 seconds, uh, just speak to the camera, what we, what you like to just, you know, I've not asked you, but something you, you, you feel inspired about right now that you know you feel that people need to hear in 30 seconds in 30 seconds what i feel inspired about or what people need to hear yes which is 
something to I'm inspired about yes. to add value. Okay, yes. for me, it is about impacting people. When mm. I get into any surrounding, I need to make impact in people's life. In trying wow. as much as, yeah, it's all about impact, impacting people. I, I see the best in people. I see the leadership skill in people. And I try to talk to them, you can do it. You can do it. You can inspire people. So even people that are like, oh, this boss is hard, harsh on me. Five years mm. from now, six years, seven years, they are reaching out to me. Thank you, a great boss. Thank you for what you did back then. I never believed I could do it. So I like wow. pushing people beyond where they see themselves. So it's all about impact for me. That is it. Impact and insight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Finally, finally. How can they reach you, our listeners? How can they reach you? Okay, I have my um, Facebook page, Rolly Babalola. I have my Instagram, Rita underscore Babalola. I used in between, my name is Rolly Rita Babalola. So sometimes I have this, my certificate, my name is reading Rita Babalola. I'm also reading Rolly Babalola. So really, it has been wow. a pleasure of the two working together, yes. So they can reach me on my Instagram page, Rita underscore Babalola. And then my Facebook is Rita Babalola. So you can reach me there too. Rolly Babalola on my Facebook, Rita underscore Babalola on my Instagram. And of course, they can always reach me through you. Are they okay? Yes. Sir. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been a power pack session with my sister, my friend, Rita. Babala, Rolly Babala on Leadership Talk with Adigoke, uh, the 56th edition. So, till the same time, stay blessed. Have a wonderful time. Thank you. Chef, wow. thank you so much for having me on board today. I really